Okay, today for our podcast, we're going to be talking about why you don't need more discipline, why more discipline is not the answer. But first, I'm going to read off a listener review, and this comes from MMM Lee 8. It starts off by saying this is, how do you say that word? Applicable? Applicable. Applicable. (laughs) Parenting tips. I can't pronounce that word. Applicable parenting tips. Love this podcast. I am also a behavior analyst and parent. Love that this parenting podcast is based in behavior principles and is... Applicable. Applicable. Nailed it. Applicable. Nailed it. All right. Thank you so much for the review. And I love reviews from other behavior analysts because that just makes it feel so much better that we're able to get it out there and other people are understanding it as well in Tyler's field of practice. So I I also appreciate their expanded vocabulary. So there we go. (laughs) All right. So today we are talking more about discipline. And this kind of stems from something that I read recently about parents talking about their kids need more discipline, like they're behaving badly, they're acting out, they're not listening, and they're saying they need more discipline. And so this podcast is going into why you don't need more discipline and why that is not always the answer and why it's probably not the answer. We're going to get started, and Tyler's here with me. So I'm going to start off with restating that, that the kids are refusing to listen, they're talking back, they're fighting with each other, they're throwing tantrums, and things are only getting worse. You seem to be at your wit's end, and you know something has to change. You say stuff like, that's it, I'm done letting these kids walk all over me, I'm going to be more strict because these kids need more discipline. You maybe start off by taking away their iPads, then you take away TV, then you start taking away toys, then you take away their coloring, then you take away their coloring books, then, shoot, nothing left to take away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's no problem. You're going to scare them into listening to you. The next time you ask them to pick up their room, they don't, so you raise your voice. This startles them and definitely gets their attention. Then you kind of hear them fighting with each other and screaming at each other and you seriously walk away and ball your fist and think to yourself, gosh dang it, stop fighting and clean your room. Oh my gosh, these kids need more discipline. But do they? Has discipline worked in the past? And if it did, for how long? When looking at a parenting strategy, it's very important to be honest with yourself. Is that strategy getting you the results you're after? If so, then great, continue to do that. But if not, you need to reevaluate your approach and think of something else. It is my goal as a parent to help my kiddos grow and to develop into functional and independent individuals who do the right thing because of the benefits and not only because out of the fear of what will happen to them if they don't. While this may not sound like much of a difference on the surface, When we dig a bit deeper into the behavioral side effects of fear-based motivation, things begin to get a bit more clear. While reinforcement and fear-based motivators are both powerful behavior change strategies, fear-based motivation will cause kiddos to become sneaky. Since you're relying on your power to instill fear into them to get things done, 
they're going to begin you they're going to begin to do just enough to avoid the consequence while you're looking but then they go right back to doing what they really wanted to do the second you turn around or even worse they may attempt to take shortcuts or lie in an attempt to meet those base expectations when kids are avoiding discipline or punishment they may meet but they're going to very rarely exceed any sort of expectations that you set on them because why should they another side effect of relying on only discipline was outlined in the story above because kids will get very used to whatever level of discipline you're using and then it only leaves you one option you got to step it up you'll have to take away more things you'll have to yell louder you're gonna have to ground them for longer you're gonna have to punish them more this cycle eventually will leave you with no effective behavior change options left You'll feel defeated. Your child will start to resent you for taking everything away from them and negativity will begin to fill your home. Okay, so I think we understand why more discipline is not the answer. So what is? How can I get my kids to freaking listen? The first thing we ask parents we work with or anytime anyone asks us a question relating to behavior, we talk about what types of positive reinforcement systems they're using. If you're listening right now, you're thinking, um, none, or, you know, we've tried all of those sticker charts, but you're not alone. But remember, you have to have seven positive interactions to every one negative interaction. So that leaves us with a very simple answer. In order to get your kids to freaking listen, we need more positive interactions, more time spent listening to your children, more time spent playing with them and more time teaching them. The more time we spend positively interacting with our children, the more they will listen to us. And this is the exact opposite of fear-based motivation because those positive interactions will do a few very powerful things for our kids. First of all, it will tell us what things our kids actually know how to do and what things we still need to teach them or assist them with doing. This will help us to set realistic expectations around what our kids should be required to do on their own. Next, it will tell us what kind of things serve as potential motivation for our kids. Is it Legos, coloring books, dinosaurs, action figures, or something completely different? Every kid has their own set of unique preferences that are constantly flowing and changing. By spending time doing the things they like to do with them, you'll be in tune to what those preferences are, which will then give us the information on what reinforcers we could use to set up a positive behavior support system in the future. Additionally, our presence will start to be positively paired with those fun activities, which will make our attention and actual presence more reinforcing for our children. And then in turn, they're going to be more likely to listen. So by setting those realistic expectations, supporting our kiddos through those activities in which they are still learning, and then increasing our positive interactions with them, we set our kids up for success and their listening skills will drastically improve as a result. The energy in your house will shift away from the negative energy associated with too much discipline to a joy-filled atmosphere of support and love. So to circle back on the points that Tyler talked about, you need to 
think about what it is that your kids actually know how to do. So an example of this would be getting dressed in the morning. Instead of getting upset with them over and over again that they're not doing it quickly enough or they're not brushing their hair quickly enough and then you're upset that they're not doing it the right way, well, maybe they don't know how to button their sweater in the morning and maybe they don't know how to brush the back of their hair. Instead of consistently disciplining them for not doing it the right way or how you want it done, having a positive reinforcement system set up in place really breaks it down so you can see what areas they struggle with and where they might need a gentle reminder and a little bit of help instead of getting upset with them. The other point that Tyler brought up is letting them know or showing them what will serve as a positive motivation for your kids, like understanding is it Legos or coloring books or dinosaurs, action figures, or time spent with you. And then you're able to pair yourself with the positive reinforcement. And by this, he kind of meant, let's say they're earning a Friday movie together with you on the couch with popcorn. There is when you're pairing yourself with the positive and your kids start to see you in a more positive light versus thinking you're always the bad guy and you're always the one who's angry with them or you're disciplining them constantly. So we just wanted to circle back and kind of explain those points a little bit further into what Tyler was kind of talking about. So also going back by setting realistic expectations and supporting your kids through activities that they're still learning and just consistently increasing your positive interactions with them, I think that you'll really start to see that they don't need more discipline. More discipline is not the answer. And you will start to find that you won't even notice a lot of the things that maybe are junk behavior as we talked about in our previous uh, podcast about junk behavior, you just kind of will put those silly things to the wayside and you'll really start to notice the positive things that your kids are doing. I hope that this episode was really enlightening for you and you're able to comprehend and understand a little bit further as to why discipline is not the answer or more discipline is not the answer. And we do talk about in other podcasts, maybe when a timeout is suitable or when discipline or punishment is suitable. But just like Tyler said to resurface that is you need to have seven positive interactions to the one negative interaction. So if you're consistently disciplining, man, you're going to have to keep filling up that behavior bank account of positive interactions. That concludes our podcast for the day on why discipline is not the answer. Again, I we absolutely love your reviews. We have 30 already, which I guess I'm told is really good. So I would love to be able to read your review on our next podcast. That would be really awesome. And I love guessing <laughs> whose name it is. Sorry, I kind of butchered uh, how to say the review this time, but I, I promise I'm pretty good at enunciating words. Anyways, we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Behavior Buff Podcast. Bye for now.